Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Ensuring freedom for counselors and their clients. We're going to be talking about this case on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Liberty Council won the first in the nation court of appeals decision striking down laws in South Florida that banned counselors from providing and clients from receiving any counsel to overcome or eliminate unwanted same-sex attractions, behaviors, or gender confusion. And of course, that covers not only counselors in Florida, but Georgia and Alabama as well. That's right. Those Binding in those three states and certainly persuasive in the rest of the country. First of its kind in the nation, striking down these laws. Uh, we also prevailed in Tampa, so struck down all three of those. In the case involving the South Florida uh, decision, that is Boca Raton, the city, and Palm Beach County. Both of those passed these laws. They were really trying to push the LGBTQ agenda. Rand Hawk was the person with the Palm Beach uh, organization, the LGBTQ organization that really pushed these. They lost big time at the Court of Appeals. Now uh, we are amending our complaint, and we just did. We filed an amended complaint. We're seeking now a permanent injunction because now we've got the preliminary injunction from the Court of Appeals and the lower district court that ruled against us originally now has issued this preliminary injunction. We're pursuing a permanent injunction, damages, and attorney's fees and cost in the case of Otto versus City of Boca Raton, Florida. And damages in this case involve the fact that they passed this ordinance, Boca Raton and Palm Beach, involving our clients, Dr. Robert Otto and Dr. Julie Hamilton, both licensed mental uh, marriage and family uh, therapists in the state of Florida. And as a result of those ordinances for the last several years, they have not been able to counsel families and their minor clients that have come to them seeking counsel to overcome these unwanted same-sex attractions. So they've lost business from a financial standpoint, but the sad thing is they've not been able to counsel these clients because to do so, they would have faced the loss of their license. Right. And speaking of damages, I mean, you can't reverse what happens to a child who is pushed down this LGBT agenda, who is pushed into puberty blockers, who is pushed into mutilating his or her body to try to affirm that agenda. You cannot uh, reverse those damages as much as they want to, you know, say that it's irreversible and the damages has been done. Yeah, it's really a problem situation. If you look at uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, which is Maryland's biggest, largest school district, uh, they are very pro-LGBTQ and pushing the LGBTQ agenda quite excessively. Well, as a result of that agenda within this public school, from 2019 to 2022, there has been a staggering increase 
by 582% in gender nonconforming students since 2019. 582% increase? 500 and uh, what That's they hilarious. say is they have done surveys and they show that as a result, they're having a mushrooming of students who say that I'm not a boy, I'm a girl. I'm not a girl, I'm a boy. I'm pansexual. I'm neither girl nor boy. I'm both, whatever it is. They're not conforming to their birth sex. Well, I bet if you go in there and do an audit of the curriculum, you'll see why. I mean, think about this. This is just absolutely insane. 582% increase. Why is that happening? It's not happening because of genetics. It's not happening for any other reason than the fact that the school is promoting this and putting these ideas into the kids' heads. And they want to push the parents out of the picture, by the way. They don't want parents having a say in their child's future. Chloe was just 13 years old. She's not somebody who was in Montgomery County, Maryland, but she is an example of what's happening. She was 13 years old when a therapist convinced her parents to put her on puberty blockers, and they started giving this biological girl-child uh, testosterone treatments. She was then 15 when the therapist told her parents that they should have her daughter's breast removed to match her gender confusion. Uh, they call it now top uh, surgery. Medical professionals convinced Chloe's parents that gender-confused children committed suicide. The remedy, the parents were told, is a combination of puberty blockers, hormones, and then surgery. But one year after her breasts were removed at the tender age of 16, Chloe realized her major mistake. She was never a boy and never would be, no matter what surgery she underwent. But it was too late by then. Chloe would never get back the fully functioning female body that God originally gave her. There's an example, Matt, of damages. Well, Chloe now is furious. She says that this is medical violence, and uh, she has right. now uh, gone on the educational path to try to warn others. But she's not simply bemoaning her fate, Holly. She is fighting to protect girls and boys just like her who have been bamboozled and brainwashed by this radical LGBTQ agenda. She took to social media recently, searching out others who had been abused by the medical system. She discovered that there were many, many others uh, like her who were desperate to, quote, trans or detransition, which means they use the word transition when they want to take puberty blockers, hormones, and surgery. They use the word detransition when they regret it and they want to go back to the way God made them. Uh, so she said, uh, they call themselves D-trans, uh, a D-trans movement. She has a support group. She has now been lambasted by the LGBTQ uh, movement, and uh, she is a very brave individual. She said, this is, this is common, uh, and we have lots and lots of stories of this. She says, many of us were young teenagers when we decided on the direction of medical, quote, experts to pursue irreversible hormone treatments and surgeries, to bring our bodies into closer alignment with what we thought was our true gender identity, she wrote. She then says, many of us had extensive histories of mental illness. Many of us had experienced significant childhood trauma. But all of this was ignored because we uttered the word gender. The utterance placed us on a narrow medical pathway that led us to sacrifice our healthy bodies and future fertility in obedience to the claim 
that our suffering was a result of having a gender identity that did not match our biological sex. In other words, we were born in the wrong body. That's what they were told. And just think, if this young lady had had counseling, met with one of our counselors, and helped her to get to the root cause of what her issues are. You know, she didn't wake up one day and say, you know, I'm supposed to be a boy. There's deeper deeper problems there that they need to unpack with her to get her yeah. on the right path. If she had had that appropriate counseling, her life would not be damaged like it is now. And Chloe's cry and and desire to help and warn people is something that is being repeated over and over and over again. There's lots of young people that are going through what they call detransition. They regret what they have done to themselves. And you can't change your sex, period. She says, we didn't know better. We were children, and we trusted our doctors. Our parents were also misled. They were told common the common myth that if they did not affirm our new identities, which entailed fully approving our medical transition, then we would likely commit suicide. Given these options, what loving parents wouldn't choose to transition their child. This is not informed consent, but a decision forced under extreme duress. She goes on to say that the medical safeguarding of children should not be a political issue. And what we see and what we said from the very beginning is these laws that ban counselors from providing life-saving counsel to parents and their minor children who come seeking to overcome, to address, to resolve these unwanted behaviors, attractions, or gender confusion, they're politically based. They're not science-based. Right, but God says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He knew you even before you were conceived, and he loves you and created you as a beautiful human being. And we have to come to that realization and embrace his love and his creation for us each individually. We need to stand for the truth, and we need to pray for these families that are going through this situation, and especially the children that are being indoctrinated, particularly in the public schools, but not exclusively there, uh, because it is a very sad and very insidious and very dangerous assault on our children and on our families. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation.